Man, that sunset is gorgeous. Grill, patio, sunset. Hard to get better than that. Unless you're browsing Carvana's inventory while you soak it all in. Oh, burger time. So sit back, get comfortable. Carvana's got thousands of cars under $20,000 just waiting for you. I could stay here forever. Carvana, where car buying meets comfort meets convenience. Download the app or visit Carvana.com today. CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because at CarMax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car. You should love your car. That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be. The following podcast is a Dear Media production. You look beautiful from this angle. Thank you. You look beautiful from this angle too. Okay, so wait. Okay, so welcome back to. We're literally in the midst of conversation, and then I was like, wait, why, we're on the mic anyway, so let's just go. We were talking about that resurface interview of Taylor Swift that I'm just like was cringing so hard yeah. with Ellen. But okay, so keep going. So I was talking about how. But like, welcome um, back, y'all. Sorry. Yeah, welcome back. Hi. Um, <laughs> Sorry to interrupt. Good to be back. Um, I was talking about how one of my past clients was a producer on the Ellen show. Is this what you want me to yeah, do? Yeah, yeah. And basically, um, he spoke lovely things about her, said she was incredible and like more reserved, you know, obviously on camera was very outgoing. Right. Um, but like a lot of us like introvert extroverts, but so or extrovert introvert, I don't know which way around, but basically she was super kind. And then a lot of the, pe- the hate that she got was from like disgruntled employees. I could see that. That like, you know, just were being little bitches, they I guess. Say it was like a toxic work environment. So I was like, yeah. oh, okay. Well, because well, he worked aren't directly. We, aren't they all? <laughs> yeah, I mean, ho- yeah. But no, hopefully he, not, but I'm just saying. He worked directly under her and like he was a main producer on the show. And yeah. he was like, it wasn't like that at all. Like everybody loves, loved her. And he's pretty like, you know, blunt. Like he, he works on another show now. I probably can't say because then they would like, I don't know. No, but basically, yeah, there's a lot of people. I was like, well, who's your, you know, who's the worst person you've ever had on the show? Who's the best? And um, I also probably can't say those on the show. Either, That's okay. But. <laughs> no, but there are people there yeah. are, that are worse than the best. I yes. wish, okay, you can tell me probably. And well, all that to say, guys, just like it matters how you carry yourself and how you treat other people. And the, um, I guess like, you know, a lot of times people don't know who the producer is on the show. So they'll come on acting like an asshole. Right. And then once they realize who's in charge, then they completely change their t- oh, tune. Oh, 100%. And they remember, like, people remember that stuff. Oh, 100%. So always, just always be kind. You should yeah. always be kind. And I think, I think, you know, maybe in her, like, older age, like, not that she's old, but, like, Ellen DeGeneres, I feel like, like, we were, we originally got on this conversation because we were talking about Barbara Walters. Like, I personally, like, think she's iconic and amazing, yeah. which we both said that. But, yeah. like, of course, she did some shady-ass shit. I'm sure, like, one right. day, God forbid, when I die, people are going to be like, she was lovely. We loved her. She was funny. She was great. She did a couple fucked up things. Well, and, like, <laughs> we all have these right. things. And Barbara, like, paved the way for a lot of women to be in this industry. But also, like, yeah, she was fucking brutal in a lot of interviews. Yeah. And we were talking about the Britney Spears one that's, she, I mean, it's all, it's so sad to watch it's that. T- it's tough to watch. Just, like, honestly, if you watch the one with Taylor Swift when she's a young girl, like it just like went viral on TikTok. It is hard to watch. Yeah. You're just like she's making her ring a bell when a guy on screen pops up that she wrote a song about. It's just like yeah, she's like begging Ellen. her. We're talking about Ellen. Yeah. Ellen now. Yeah. yeah, she's begging her to stop, and it's yeah. just like brutal. But I feel like in Ellen's older age, she got a bit more testy. Do you know the iconic yeah. interview with Dakota Johnson? No, but no. with the birthday party. No. 
Ellen DeGeneres has Dakota Johnson, obviously the girl, the actress from Fifty yes. Shades of Grey, yes, I, and married to Chris. I love Martin. her kitchen, by the way. She's like, that's why I, I wanted a green kitchen because Dakota oh, Johnson oh, had a green I kitchen. love a green kitchen yeah, too. Okay, great. wow, me too. <laughs> so, um, she she basically had her on the show and was like, um, something, something, something. Yeah, why didn't you invite me to? Your, made some snarky remark about not being invited to her birthday party, but was like pulling up photos from her birthday party yeah. to like talk about whatever. She's like, and thanks for not inviting me. And apparently, I don't, I didn't deep dive this much. I didn't care this much, but apparently they've um, had little like snarky tiny little snarky beefs before and dakota on the show goes well that's not true ellen i did invite you and she's like mm, you didn't but we'll pull up photos and it'll be and i'm sure it was lovely and she goes no ellen i invited you i we can ask i'm sorry and she pointed to like a producer backstage and then they like camera swings over and you could just tell the guys like mm, and like her personal assistant whoever it was and she's oh like God. she's like did i not invite her i did invite her and the the guy goes yes you did you were invited and El i mean it was it was like, wait, what did Ellen slap do? Slap in the face. Ellen is just like shocked. I mean, she composed herself a little bit. She was like, oh, I just don't remember that. Hmm, I must have been busy. She was like, yeah, well, I must have been busy. That's why I didn't come. And like makes a funny joke about it or something. But like Dakota did not, not back down. So see, then it's hard. Yeah. I mean, obviously like. But I think at her older age, she just got feisty. And like everyone was just like, you're not like coming across very, which I get it. Like we're all human. We don't yeah. all have to be lovey bubbly dories the yeah. whole time of our whole lives. But like Dory. that is what her her time and her show was about. So like, honestly, yeah. I'm sorry. You can't just like turn into this little like snark. You're not Andy Cohen yeah. on Watch What Happens Live. <laughs> like you're Ellen DeGeneres. Like fucking be cute and bubbly and sweet. Don't be snarky and mean yeah. to people just because you're like, I'm fucking Ellen DeGeneres. I can do whatever I want now. I it's know. Like, I know. I, I think too, she went through a lot in the 90s when like be coming out as gay. Yeah, yeah. So Probably all that. Who knows? She probably got to her old age and was just like, I don't fucking care anymore. I'm exhausted. Fuck it. I think she was like, I don't fucking want it. When they were like, yeah, she's coming off prime time. I think she was probably like, fucking great. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> great. Yeah. I'm done. Honestly. Yeah. She's, I saw. Yeah. Anyways. But um, I don't even know how. We were just talking about that off the show. We were just randomly talking about that. Okay. Here we are. Haley Ringo back in fucking action. So we, um, before we came on the podcast, remember, if you guys recall, we'll do a little side by side. The last You already time know we're like really funny because of the last episode. You so. already know Haley's super funny. Um, no, the last <laughs> episode, and we'll definitely do a side by side. We were in literal gowns. Her and I were in gowns. Yes. I was in, my tits were popping out. I was in red. It was gorgeous. Courtney saw a lot of my boobs that day. Um, it was stunning. And so today I was like, can we, can we be chill? You're like, listen, should I just throw on some spray tan in the ninth hour and just and I go right. no 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 pause don't don't put on spray tan I don't have on spray tan and I'm just gonna like wear something that covers my entire body like look at my like hands next to my face right now hey. not the same color <laughs> also before we get into this I'm like when you're planning a wedding self-care is just out the window like I sleep no sleep no well we went through what we were going to wear and we decided on being casual cozy whatever but your hoodie that you have on oh mine says I love oh you. mine says i love you say it back it's I by did. lonely ghost yours says landed yes i did wear this because um i i love landed and i need to bring it back and we were talking about this, this yes morning. I'm so i want to bring up because i have written here so this is the guys this is the notes i have not added anything else to this note page um this is what i wrote the last time she was here and we didn't <laughs> get into any of we it we did not do not one of thing. them we did none of them none of so them. i pulled it back up and you know i have written on here so again this is not you talked about wanting to bring your podcast back what is it's it it's called landed late night yeah landed, landed late, night. late night yes and it started out as a podcast because i was like scared to start my own show or whatever and then i was like fuck this and i read you are a badass and i was like fuck this i'm yeah. gonna make my own show so then in 2019 i started doing that on youtube and yes. so i would have a show with we had our second bedroom as like a studio space and it was this whole thing and then COVID hit and I took a breather and I chilled out and I chilled out for a little too long and now I'm like craving craving to bring it back well yeah. I have written on here if this is helping you at all whatsoever I have written on here tell Haley how you tried to copy her entire landed late night set 
because uh, I was so I was so obsessed with it I was so uh, it was before I ever had a podcast it was before anything and I told Anna Grace I just don't know how to make a podcast I don't even know where to start it was before I even thought to do it with Mary Carlisle like I was just gonna do one on my own I was gonna do yeah. all this stuff and I was like it's like I want it to be like Haley's and she was like you could like call her and pick her brain I'm like no because like I literally like I don't know how to say that I just want to copy hers that's and she's like it's that's honestly like I was obsessed I would have been honored honored because I remember she told me this Anna Grace was like yeah Shannon said she wanted to be on your on she wants to be on late night or landed would have loved to I even know the name oh my god and I was like no she doesn't are you serious and I was so excited at that point I would still love to be on it yeah well when I started back up which I'm gonna fucking do because I just hired uh Kellyanne's business coach because I need to get my ass in fucking shape do it um so I'm gonna get it I really am gonna get started but after the wedding after the wedding okay so we also and I'm gonna tell you guys a brief story and just because this is just a tiny bit funny um not laughing at your expense but like we we all we have to myself all the time we have to laugh through our traumas sometimes or else we'll never be okay so um we're all gonna hold you accountable for starting landed back because it's just so amazing you have to get it back up and you can um, be my first guest I would love to but I just wanted to let you know that pink everywhere I've been obsessed with it for for, (laughs) you had the cityscape in the background they needed the curtains I literally tried to copy the curtains on my wall okay the cities well the curtains are from CB2 this or West Elm the cityscape was literally wallpaper off Etsy from this German person and I had um yeah and I like got it blown up it was so easy and then plywood stuck together you know just casual like nailing some plywood together loved it and putting wallpaper up I loved it I wanted to copy it and I think you'd be great to bring it back so we're gonna hold you accountable for that but I wanted to tell you guys that um so I decided I'm like you know what like I'd love to have Haley back on I call her I'm like will you be on today she's like yeah yeah no problem and then um I (laughs) I pick up the phone and I call Anna Grace and I'm like, okay, this is so funny. I just called Haley because Haley and Anna Grace obviously know each other. And I go, so I had this great idea because a lot of my listeners are totally like at the age and at the point in their lives where they're all getting married. They're maybe going to be in weddings. Their yeah. sisters are getting married. They're probably all getting married. We're just like, you know, in that phase of our life. So what better than to have someone who's literally getting married in Italy, my dream, and getting married soon in Italy and is a wedding photographer, like an incredible, incredible, incredible wedding photographer. This is her trade and like what a great perspective to have your point of view of planning a wedding from a wedding photographer's point of view who's been at a trillion weddings in her life etc cetera, etc cetera. have all these like wedding 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 ideas I'm like this will be the theme and then I, I I text Haley I'm like by the way if it's you're too rushed or anything today like you just let me know I don't want to do anything to like cause your day any more uh. hectic because you said it was busy she's like no I am so fucking stressed out about my wedding. If I don't have to hear one more thing about my fucking wedding, I will be so happy. I'm about to go to therapy so I can just get it all out. Your podcast will be a nice, relaxing breather and break from everything fucking wedding. And I was just sitting on the phone. I was like, it was an audio. She sent me a voice message. And I was just listening to it like, there's a lot of fucks. There was a lot of like, wait, fucking, and then fucking, 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 I hope this isn't triggering, but I had this thought that maybe our episode could be about, and I was like, I feel so fucked up for saying that, but like that is no. kind of what I had in mind. And then you said, no, it's good because it'll be nice and raw and yeah, fresh. It will be raw. I'll like be straight up. And also too, it's, I told you when I got here, like I need to change my perspective. Like a lot of like my anxiety and my stress is just in my own fucking head. So yeah. this is, it's going to be good. And honestly, like hopefully it'll be helpful to future brides because, because yeah, for those of you that don't know, I've been shooting weddings for 11 years now. And so I've seen everything from A to Z of like, you know, what happens at weddings, what can go wrong, what usually goes right, X, Y, right. Z. And, but even still, now after like all that time, planning your own wedding is so, so different. And I just have so much respect for wedding planners beyond belief now. Like, I mean, I already did, but this is right. like the amount of detail that right. goes into a wedding. Um, unless you're at a venue where like they do everything inclusive, 
which some do, but a lot don't, most don't. Um, it is like, I mean, the minute things, like what color napkins, like what silverware color do you want? I don't fucking care. What's the problem is I I do. Oh. So that's where I'm causing my own stress because I'm so particular. I'm so type A. And a lot of times, like I know what I don't want, but I don't know what I want. I get that. I fully, that's a very, I think that's very relatable. Like I was just getting like, you guys will love this, getting merch designs back. And I'm like, okay love this love this love this don't love this she's like perfect what do you want instead of that i'm like couldn't tell you couldn't, you couldn't could. tell you so i, I just know don't, I don't like know. it <laughs> yeah. i don't love that design but i know what you need for me now is an example of what i do like and yes. i can't tell you yes. <laughs> and i'm like please just like i i love your work i love what you do like can you just like think of it in your brain and i'll just say yes or no because really i'm like I, I feel very related to that statement like yeah you know you don't like something but you don't know what you do want yeah well and so this is like what i've so my invitation girl actually helped me figure out how to um manage that and yeah. to like come up with like solutions essentially nice so because i told her i was like w- when planning the invitation suite like i wanted it to be our the theme of our wedding um yeah so for those of you who don't know we're getting married in may in italy in florence yeah! oh my god it's i cannot wait to see pictures. i'm so it's, excited it's my dream to be married in italy literally you my will dream. you will i already you know you're it's gonna happen it's okay. gonna happen and i can help you plan it i can literally facts. take your photos i can do whatever you need facts but, facts um it's on the record now you can't take it back no, no I, take backs it's uh, no take backs um i've like researched every venue in florence <laughs> <laughs> Sounds good. perfect um but yeah i was talking to my imitation girl and i was like okay i want it to be the theme is like gucci garden but like harry styles-esque style wise like he's crazy and out there lots of colors whatever i immediately understand everything you're saying thank you see yeah she gets it but i'm like put it on a graphic design board no i would ask courtney to do that but yes i i am envisioning what you're envisioning and i love it thank you well that's what i was like okay i have made a pinterest board i curated the fuck out of it um and i sent it to her and she was like honestly this is amazing because it's like but you know from even still though it wasn't detailed enough so like with the invitations we just i just stressed i'm not even engaged (laughs) i know i I mean like there's invitations like most people don't give a fuck about the invitations but of course me i'm like i very much care because it's the first thing that everyone the guests get about the wedding and it's gonna set the fucking tone and like has to be perfect and i should not perfectionist i should not send an e-invite whenever i get married uh you know what social honestly maybe you should because (laughs) like it's so much more chill um i will say though for all the brides listening I I love a magnet save the date. I don't I know it seems jank, but like it is when I get them in the mail, it's so much Wait, easier. Why does it seem jank? I love them. You know what? I get save the dates all the time and then I have to find a magnet to, to attach it. Yes. And then that can look a little janky because I've got like out of like Chicago yes. and like English. Or you're breakfast. taping the back and then it like sticks to your yeah. fridge. Yeah. Anyways, I, lo- I love a magnet. Go with the magnet. It's also cheaper. Everyone likes it. It's easier. Anyways, I did it. It's whatever. Um, but the invitation suite. So it, I just approved the designs. And it's what does gonna, that mean, invitation suite? So basically, it's like the actual wedding invite. Uh-huh. The folio. I'll show you after this episode because okay. it's so sick. The full. So it like the folio is what it goes in, right? Okay. Now not everybody's is like this. This is like this is I went way. overboard. Okay, yeah. Okay. I've um, seen these before though online where someone gets something and it's like a whole experience opening it. And yeah, stuff. that's kind of what this nice. one is. Yes. Yeah, so she sketched like our venue, um, the gardens, a wide shot of it, like our hotel that we're staying at. Stunning. The, stunning. Yes. Stunning. Stunning. Splash of Prosecco. Stunning. Stunning. No, but really, like, I, all my voice tones to her, I was like, um, I'm like, sick. This is going to be so sick. Like, I'm just. Wait, getting- that's how I talk to my beautiful designer, Haley West, for my merch. I'm just always like, oh, I fucking love that. Sick, bro. She's like, okay. Yeah. The next designs. <laughs> I don't like, am I, I'm sorry. I think I'm scaring I'm like, you. Sorry. But, <laughs> um, but yeah, so like, I don't even know where I was going with that. But, um, 
Nicole at every little letter. That's who I use so we can just like hype her up because she's so fucking great. Amazing. Can um, I ask how many people you're having at your wedding? Yeah. So that right now there's 150 who have RSVP'd and there's that's big. Yeah. No. It's I wanted like 80 people, which is why I wanted to max 80 people. Okay. You also, did, you, what, you did go 70 over that, just so you know. I did go. Well, okay. I'm no mathematician, but, see, but. <laughs> so I'm from Texas. Um, and our family, I have like 30 first cousins. Um, so our list who we invited was like 230 something and knowing that it was in Italy I was like okay we'll probably be able to reach 150 Based but I was thinking not being able to come. we would be at like 80 and now then like everyone's coming actually the majority of our family isn't coming but all of our friends and family friends are coming turn up so it's gonna be lit they're like but, let's go to Italy bitch. yeah let's go to Italy bitch um but yeah, I think everyone's ready to party and, and like, relax. But I get basically, that. like... Look, and I'm stressed the fuck out. Yeah, no. And I there's some TikTok that went viral, like, two days ago. It was, like... Uh, it's, like, all I got. Won't I'm gonna say I'm delicious. And it, like, cuts to, like, the girl. She's, like, I'm so stressed out. Like, behind every really stressed out girl is a man who literally has no idea what's going on. I've and it's like it. And the guy's like, just, like... fucking Brian. Like, <laughs> Brian's, like, hey, babe, how's it going? Like, I told him yesterday about, like, all this, this shit. Like, I listed things I had to do. He's, like, that's not included with the venue. I'm like the fuck the fuck? no <laughs> it's not included with the venue I'm gonna do this myself like I'm like uh, yeah so then I was like yeah, oh I can tell you're actually like annoyed you're like no no I was like let me I'm gonna make you a fucking list all right of the things that I've had to do and I still have yet to do it's like um it's like Haley Bieber being like yeah Justin is like very involved he like wants to know about the flowers you know every bride that like shut has, the fuck up every bride that's husband <laughs> is just fucking eating cheese balls like hey babe hope you got it figured out it's like shut the Haley. <laughs> no, I do. I I uh, wish I had a bride yesterday tell me that her fiance, uh, she's also a photographer, and I'm shooting her wedding in April, and she's like, yeah, he's booked everything, like it's amazing. And I was like looking at Brian, who's in the room, and I'm like, do you hear that? Do you hear this? Hear this? <laughs> do you hear this right now? But um, no, I mean like he he wants to help. Brian also just doesn't care about yeah, like yeah, a lot like, of you do stuff. you, babe. He's like, dude, if you want like hot pink net, go for it. Like I don't care. And I'm like, that's fine. Um, great. But can you just? I'm like logistically. I detailed design wise I got it logistics not my thing but I'm yeah. yet I'm having to do a lot of logistics my planner is amazing but they're you know they're she's in Italy and so she has a lot of other weddings going on yeah. and I think most brides are not as particular as I am yeah so like I'm kind of a control freak um and so I'm trying not to be like a bridezilla I'm only really a bridezilla to like yourself myself. Um, <laughs> but uh I hope I mean vendors listening might be like nope, no no I doubt like, you are you seem like you're very kind to other people I try to be but um but yeah, so I feel like, I mean, between, I, I don't even know, like, advice. Why, like, what I don't, uh, huh. Well, you said, I feel like we did get off topic, and I'm trying to remember how to get us back, but you yeah. know, it's really hard for us. We so were talking about how, your invitations. Yes. And you were just saying, fantastic. they're fantastic. So, but you were like, for instance, our invitations, are you just saying how stressed out you were with just oh, something that's like, right. small well, like, as the invitations? Right. Like, most people, like, don't care about that, and I definitely cared, so I think, like, the biggest advice I've had for any of my brides throughout the years, especially on the day of, is just like, hey, this is going to go by so fast. Like, yeah. it's usually eight hours, ten hours max, like, throughout the whole day. Right. And I'm like, it's it's a tiny little glimpse. Like, you've been planning this for a year, over a year sometimes. Right. And, like, it's going to go by in two seconds. So, literally, if you need to take a Xanax, take a fucking Xanax. Like, chill out, relax, so you can be present and in the right. moment. And I have to tell myself that every single day. Like, yeah. it is actually – and I also, too, now, I just have so much more – like empathy for my own clients and my own brides when I show up on a wedding I'm so much more emotional like I cry more because I just now I understand like all that goes into it and yeah. how they're feeling on some level of like the importance of the day and right. like what it means to them and so I feel like it's given me um a, a, a much new perspective just of like how to be a good photographer and how to capture the moments that they're gonna want 
Right. You know, I feel like I'm, I'm, I, I feel like I'm good at that in general, but this a different is perspective, different perspective. Yeah. And so it's been crazy. <laughs> it's been just like crazy. It's been crazy. Now I know y'all know I don't like going to the grocery store on top of just seeing everyone there that you don't want to see. I always accidentally go to the grocery store like hungry and end up buying a ton of random things that I never ever end up cooking. And just frankly, I waste it, but not anymore. 2023 is my year of cooking at home, baby. And listen, I get it. It's hard when you live in a place that has fabulous restaurants, but I'm bringing the delicious restaurant quality food straight to my doorstep with HelloFresh. It's cheaper and more convenient than grocery shopping, and it's a whopping 25% cheaper than takeout. So sign me up, baby. The recipes are ever-changing with over 35 different recipes a week. There's no way you won't find something for everyone. And if you're on a health kick this year, you can choose their calorie smart and carb smart options. You can even customize select meals by swapping proteins or sides. You can upgrade your proteins or add a protein to a veggie dish. The options are literally endless. The food is top quality and travels from the farm to you in less than seven days. So y'all already know that it is fresh. Personally, I love their fast and fresh recipes because they're ready to go in like 15 minutes and I'm just a real on the go kind of gal. And y'all already know that I got an amazing code for you. Go to hellofresh.com slash probably 22 and use code probably 22 for 22 free meals plus free shipping. That's hellofresh.com slash probably 22 for 22 free meals and free shipping when you use the code probably 22 at checkout. HelloFresh, it's America's number one meal kit. Have you had any issues with like, well, obviously you just said logistically, like your planners in Italy. So yeah. like that's tough. What do you think? Like, what's something that you're... Well, Italians are really chill. Like They're super chill. They're, they're always... It's because they're having spagliato. Spagliato of with prosecco. prosecco stunning. Um, and they're like, an April spritz. Like, spritz o'clock every day. I don't know why we're doing British accent. I don't either. I, I, spritz o'clock. It says five o'clock every day. That's over the top. No one talks like this, actually. But... Um, <laughs> No, I but wish my planner did. I wish they were like, I wish I was more chill like them. You know what I mean? Because mm -hmm. I feel like whenever you travel to Europe, well, for me, I always leave being like, wow, I got to, I got to relax. Like, yeah, everyone is. A Americans lot are doing it wrong. <laughs> um, I think in general, compared to other Americans, I'm pretty high strong. And then whenever I compare myself to like Europeans, I'm definitely like, definitely, definitely need to take it down a couple yeah. notches. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No, for sure. So I, I, um, I like to think I like constantly have this mindset when I'm really, really stressed out. Um, this French lady will never see this podcast, so I can say this, but basically I met this woman, uh, when I was in Nice, the South of France, I was literally in college, like, and, and swimming in this ocean this like random side ocean. And, um, this woman was laying on a dock and she was naked. It's a nude beach, obviously, which I love. So I'm right. like full blown naked too, obviously, yeah, obviously. So we were to the dock and she's just like laying out there. I thought she was like mid thirties. So we started talking and I'm like, I think I asked her somehow, how old are you? And she was like. In her fucking 60s. What? No wrinkles. Like, literally looked like she was in her 30s. And so I'm I'm just gobsmacked. I'm like, what What do you do? <laughs> what and do you do? she's like, um, you know, in her French accent, she's like, I just wear, I swim every day and wear a lot of sunscreen. And I remember being like, that's the life. That's okay. The fucking life. And then every time I get really stressed out, I just channel this French woman on this dock. And I'm like, okay, Haley, 
you're choosing to be stressed out, you could also just choose to chill the fuck out and be this, this woman you on could, this dock. You could just wear a lot of sunscreen, swim <laughs> a lot, and swim. just chill the fuck out. But I'll, me, my first question, what does her husband do? Because I'm like, what? Oh, what allows, really rich. <laughs> really, really fucking what rich. What allows probably. you to put sunscreen on yes. and swim all day? Yes. How do you do that? Yes. You, now, that's that's actually not cool because she could have fucking sold a tech company at age 20, and that's why she's doing it. But yeah. I'm like, yes. why can you just put sunscreen on all day and yes. swim all day? Because that or she's like a like a seems like something that not a lot of people can do. <laughs> right. I mean, we were in a really weird part of France. So I'm like, or she's just like genuinely lives oh, in the town and like oh, runs like a cheese shop or something. Yeah, and just like does something so true. Something wow. really cool. You I'm know? a really judgy bitch. I'm like, yeah, who's your rich dad? <laughs> who's your daddy? She's like, I'm my own fucking daddy. She's like, I'm my own daddy. I have a cheese shop off of the road, bitch. You want to fight? Now you're fighting the woman that always wears sunscreen. Now we're in the water and we're doing some uh, avatar shit in the under. I don't even know. Yeah. No. Yeah. Okay. Did it, it, it did. A, it, it was very peaceful ending, but um, that's good. Anyways, that's just like a nice visual. I like to, if brides out there, just picture this French woman on this dock and you're nothing really matters. Cause guys, all these things that I like get so stressed out about at the, at the end of the day and same for like what I tell my clients, I'm like these tiny little details that we get so hung up on literally don't fucking matter. Yeah. Like they, it, it is hard cause you're spending a lot of money. Right. You're spending a lot of time. That's a stressor for and sure. It's a stressor. And so you want it to be a certain way. And trust me, I get that more than I am. Like, like I said, the most particular human, but it does at the end of the day you're marrying the love of your life or you should be and if you're not you leave um you, you leave <laughs> get them out. Get out. right now so that's you know that should be what's really most important and what you're like looking forward to and so but destination weddings help with that because by you get there early and by the time the wedding comes around everyone's been drinking and chilling the whole time and you're, you're like you're vibing nice and yeah. i think knowing you you'll have everything planned out so that when you do get there you can actually just fucking chill and relax hopefully that's I don't think you can, uh, I was about to say, I don't think you can overplan, but I think you can because the, I feel like the best memories I have are when there isn't really a plan and you're just like going with the flow and because the bet you're you're allowing for like these memories and things to happen. Totally. When I feel like you're so stressed, you're energetically like blocking off. You're like, you're like this. 100%. And so all the fun things are like, Oh, I don't want to be around her. She's like really negative energy. Yeah. 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 You're like, no yucky. Um, so do you think that it's been harder because it's destination because you have like, are you having to talk to people that are doing venues or is there anything that you're like, I spent so much time on that. And then once the task was completed, I was like, why did I spend so much time on that? Just one more nugget of advice for, or you're like, no, everything's important to plan. Well, I, let me get back to you on that question when the planning's over. Cause I still feel like I have so much left to do. Um, I and you're getting married in May. Yeah, in May. You got plenty so of time. It feels that way, but then I thought that my birthday was five months ago, and I'm like, that feels like it was yesterday. So oh when shit, I put it in perspective, when you I'm put like, things in perspective like that, it's not a lot of time. It's not a lot of time. Yeah, it's not a lot of time. So, well, shifting gears from the wedding and back to famous people, I just thought about this because, you, well, I don't know, all the things I'm like, did we talk about anything in the last episode that we were supposed to? Probably not. We talked about aliens and like a million other things. But you lived, you lived in LA. You mm-hmm. moved from where? So I'm originally from Dallas, Texas. Got it. Went to school at UT in Austin. Okay. Then moved to Nashville for a summer in 2016 or 2015. I'm not sure. Um, for three months because I was trying to decide between living in LA or Nashville. Okay. Love Nashville. I was like, I want to move back here one day, but I need to get LA out of my systems. Yeah. Moved to LA for seven years, lived there, made amazing friends, like yes. my best, best friends and love my time there. Um, started was still doing photography there. I actually like, it was a pretty seamless move because one of my sorority sisters from UT was working for Junebug Weddings. And at the time, that was like right when wedding blogs were coming big. Yeah. Style Me Pretty was pretty big, was big at that time. I still think it still is. Um, Style Me Pretty, is that a wedding blog? Exactly, okay. yes. Um, but at the time it was like huge. And so 
But Junebug had, because my friend was working there, she was like, hey, we have the top spot for marketing. It was like $900 for the entire year. And my name would be at the top of LA wedding photographers on this blog. I booked like 20 weddings from that alone <gasps> that year. Just oh my gosh. Like, and you would ask people, how did you find me? They would be like, you were the top. Yeah. Really? Yes. $900 for the $900 whole year. $900 for the entire year. And I... And that's how I've started and you my clients. Twenty-one Helen. weddings. Twenty weddings, yeah. And so just from <gasps> that, I booked more than that, but from that alone was like twenty weddings wow. a year. So that was huge, and that made the move easy for me financially. And then I feel like around 2018, I started getting super burnt out. I was, you know, I love shooting weddings, but like the aftermath, the editing, and the it's just a lot. Well, and you also, I'm sorry, but you're gonna have brides who are like, like something that I always like, I always think about like the the things that people think in court producer Courtney's probably gonna like raise her head up and be like yeah the things that people think can happen in post mm -hmm. like the things that brides and, and and I've been in weddings before where like the bride's like not wearing her veil or something they're like that's okay you can edit it in and I'm like what no, no, what no. are you talking no. about like yeah. what do you mean no. and like something like like a bride being like okay I like these 86 photos but can you fix that piece of hair in front of my mouth on all of them yeah you're like no no yeah it's just not no. that's not doable I think too like honestly I and they want to really, right away I haven't had any I've had like two negative clients in my 11 years of shooting which wow. is incredible because I feel like tell me about I've it. just cold well I was actually I posted about this slightly the other day on my photo account but like I've how I got business was word of mouth like that's how I started my business in college at right least at UT yeah yeah and then because of that it's like people that know me are referring me to their friends so it's kind of like creating this community of like-minded people on some level yeah. as far as like character wise and personality goes and also on in Instagram I was I've always been like active so they knew my personality going into right it. right right um I've always been very bold I don't think like the people the clients that I have like the brides are just so fun and and chill and even if even if they're not like I also get that because I I'm like I usually try to over deliver if there's like a something on them that you know I know that I would want removed then I'll just remove it right but I obviously can't like you know put a Photoshop a veil I mean I can <laughs> but it's not gonna look great that's right. not my, my skill set is not Photoshop right, right 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 so I mean those things but I feel like you know the um I lost my train of thought completely sorry mm -hmm. I probably did that to you mm -hmm. um you were you always said you were saying that you've had negative clients in all 11 years you've only had two negative clients yeah yeah and that has been such a blessing because I think I was oh I was getting to like the burnout when I started feeling burnt out I was just editing constantly I I was I've always wanted to do like a million things. And at mm -hmm. that time I just felt really stuck in my career um, and stagnant and like just uninspired. And I feel like with a creative role that can happen a lot. Yeah. It does happen a lot. So I started reading. That's how I got into Landed. And I started, um, I hired my friend Alex as like a business coach and uh -huh. she helped me kind of like narrow down what it was I want in life right. and make like a roadmap of some sorts. And then I read You Are a Badass and like something just like clicked in my head and I was like, I need to do a podcast. I'm going to call it uh, Landed because I was on a flight. And my ex-boyfriend at the time was like, what if you called it Landed, but you capitalized LA? He was in marketing. And I was like, this oh, is fucking cute. brilliant. That is what it said. Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah, yeah. And so I called it Landed. And um, it started out as a podcast. And then that I did like maybe, I don't know, 20 episodes. of, And it, it went off. Like I was having tens of thousands of listeners a month but then I was like this isn't what I want to do like I want to be entertaining right. I want to be in front of the camera I want to be like having like a Jimmy Fallon show like that was my thing I was like I want to I want to have be the next Jimmy Fallon but and in girl version you know what and I hope I don't take a 
mess up your train of thought by okay. interrupting but you know what you did do that before and I think that was another thing that I was trying to emulate like like nowadays and I actually heard from like a longtime podcaster he was like it's so fucking annoying nowadays you have to have video yeah. because everyone has video with their podcast yeah. everyone puts their episodes on YouTube everyone has fabulous stuff and I'm like yeah I know that's why I have producer Courtney because it's fabulous but that's just like a personal preference for me yeah. but he said it's like every podcaster now feels like they can't just grab that was like the art and beauty of podcasting that you could just grab a mic and look like shit and like have a face yeah. for radio and you just yeah. like start talking it is what it is right but now he's like all you fuckers make us all feel like we all have to have these video components we all have to have this but I'm like me personally like I just fucking love I love that the video side <laughs> yeah. of things yeah. I feel like stories are better I just and if you're listening to this and not watching that's fine because maybe you're on your commute whatever but like I love the video aspect and it landed you had that yeah. you guys were on set you looked like you were on a late night talk show and I, I and people didn't do that at the time yeah they really it wasn't as wildly emulated into podcasting yeah so I so I feel like you were on the forefront of that for sure thanks and then I like got off of it and I feel like like a lot of times I think because right before COVID hit I was having a lot of people's managers email me to be on the show and yeah. that felt really good because I was like because I wasn't making any money from it it was like a passion project I didn't but make any felt, money from this for a long yeah. time you guys know that but eventually like you do I mean if you just be consistent and so I was like on a fucking roll and then COVID hit and I just like got off my band the wagon whatever it's called I feel like one of the most exciting things about a new year is that you have literally no idea what adventures are in store for you. I mean, I obviously know this is true because if you told me last year all the things that I would end up doing and all the people I'd end up meeting and all the places I would go in 2022, I would not have believed you. And what better way to prepare for 2023's adventures than learning a new language? I used to think that sounded like such a daunting task. Then I found Babbel and Babbel makes it fun and exciting. You don't feel like you're in a boring classroom learning a language. You get these addictively fun and kind of easy somehow bite-sized language lessons that make you feel confident in learning something as different as a whole new language. Obviously, others agree with me because it's sold more than 10 million subscriptions. I love using Babbel because these lessons, which by the way, you legit only need like 10 minutes for, were created by actual language teachers and experts. And I've used other apps before and you can totally tell that it was all made by like an AI. And that is something that I just like could legit not grasp at all. With Babbel, even the voice components that you hear in the lessons are voiced by actual native speakers, not some weird computer-generated voice. You can choose from 14 different languages. I'm currently learning Spanish, and they have like a ton of different ways to learn outside of just the lessons. They've got like games, podcasts, stories. They even have these live classes if you want to shake things up a bit. It also has a 20-day money-back guarantee, which I think is great. Right now, you can get up to 55% off your subscription when you go to babbel.com slash probably. That's Babbel, B-A-B-B-E-L dot com slash probably for up to 55% off your subscription. Babbel, it's language for life. I think it's a very relatable thing to be on the steamroller and, and pushing forward and just absolutely crushing something. And then all of a sudden something happens in life. I mean, like CC, my episode, my life got magic erasered where yeah. everything in my life came crashing down. And I was like, I just need to, like you said with COVID, I'm like, I just need to chill. Yeah. And then people are like, when are you coming back? When are you coming back? When are you coming back? And I'm like, I love you guys for loving what I'm putting out there. But yeah. if I put it out there right now, yeah. you guys will not find me entertaining. You guys will, I will be not putting out good content yeah. because I am not, I am not real Shannon right now. Yeah. I am like a shell of a human of who mm -hmm. I was. So you know what, Haley, I think like it's such a normal fucking thing to be like, I want to do that again. I want to do that again, but you need to do it at the right time. And yeah. I think you're in a great after your wedding. I think it's yeah. a great time. <laughs> me, I'm like, 
I'm not letting you do it for your wedding. But like, no, it's just a really, really normal thing to like have a standstill. Like yeah. in life, like there's stalls all the time. And that is like, okay. Well, even with like photo, like I'm a, I am though, I am before the wedding, I'm going to release new presets, which I'm really excited about. And there'll be more film emulated. Oh, I love your presets. Thank yes. you. Well, the, I, these are like, those are like four years old. So I'm going to like, um, revamp. Uh, yeah. Revamp because I don't edit with those. I've, change them so much that I'm just going to release my new ones. Yes. And then I'm going to start selling limited edition prints. So I do a lot of like street photography, but I just never post it anywhere. Right. Um, and so I have this one print I'm selling of Cat's Deli that I got, I took for Brian for his birthday. Um, and I got it framed and matted and it's like, I think it's so fucking sick. And I was like, why? Like, I just need to sell this print and do like, I'm going to sell 50 essentially. um, And that'll be it ever. And they're they're each going to have like a name. So we've gone through the photo and we've got come up with like creative names. 50 times of that photo. 50 different names. Yeah. And so I'm going to sell those. But like that's something like creative outlet I can do before the wedding that's not so chaotic yeah like landed but landed is like once you have the set and once you have a flow going it's like easier and it's fun it's the like do you make your own promo or does Courtney do it Courtney does it I I, yeah I mean listen what would we literally do without producer Courtney personally for me when I built this set for my podcast um personally when I built this entire um, when I built this set that you guys are seeing right now which (laughs) no literally like oh you know what I did remove though you guys I did take the kitchen trash can because that was in the background of every shot and we were doing this like take on like the Vogue 72 questions and there was just like a fucking kitchen trash can in the background and I was like Kendall would never (laughs) She would never. (laughs) She would never. No, I I think like it's really, really smart to try to take on as much as you can take on. And then I was producing really shitty quality things whenever I was trying to do it all. Courtney literally had to sit me down one day, produce Courtney, God bless her, and say like, hey, um, I'm filming the edit episodes. I'm making your um, clip reels. She understands my sense of humor and my comedic timing so well, which is so hard to find. Producer Courtney, you can never leave me. But she was like, why don't I just edit the, because I was editing the audio of the podcast, Mm -hmm. right? So like a second ago when you and I were moving our mic, and that needed to be cropped out. She's like, wouldn't it just make sense if I do that? And I was like, no, no, don't be crazy. I could never let anyone else edit the episode because like I am the only person who knows how to edit the episode. Yeah. Like, no, that's not true. Right. Like, a, But to relinquish the, um, I don't even want to say the control, but like I, I was so adamant about doing that. But like I would also, back when Mary Carl and I had a podcast, I was in charge of editing the um, audio. Yeah, I remember. And I would wait to the last minute. It's like one of my worst characteristics. Yeah. And she would be like, you were driving me fucking crazy because like I was, because I would give it to her to review the podcast and she was a co-host on it so of course yeah. she'd want to review it I'd give it to her at the 11th hour yeah you know what I mean and she'd be like dude and I'm like well I'm sorry that's just how I work and she's like it can't be when someone else is in play yeah. so like which very you know true I get it <laughs> that's very a great, valid <laughs> that's a great point okay and so like d- like de- delegating I was about to say deliberately delegating tasks to other people is hard for me because yeah. I'm like I'll, I'll just do it but like my god the second I was like okay Courtney all right okay I guess you can try and then she gave it to me and I was like what the fuck one I had one less task on my plate and two you crushed that so like having the ability to like like recognize that you will do and this is in everyday life if you're like a husband and a wife and you've got kids and you're trying to do everything because you know you can do it better than your husband I'm going to tell you you definitely can do it better than your husband but like it doesn't mean you should keep doing 
doing it just because yeah. you know it'll get done better. Right. Eventually, he will understand. Eventually, they'll learn, like your kids, whoever, like you cannot take on every single task in yeah. your life just because you know that yeah. it'll get done the way you want to get it done. You have to relinquish the control at some point so that you can fucking breathe. You told me earlier yeah. today that you were literally subconsciously holding your breath and no, you didn't even realize. current thing, yeah. And you would literally be like, oh, I gotta breathe. And like you were- Which is fucking crazy. Catching your breath. Because it's like breathing is like, we don't, it's not, con- we're not consciously breathing. Like it's yeah. not like a thing like breathe in, breathe out every five seconds. Like I was like, you know, I'll be like, oh my God. Oh my it's God, like, I wasn't breathing. It's yeah. like, that's just stressing. But yeah, I mean, I think too, when you relinquish control, you realize like, you know, oh my God, like, of course people can do this just as good as me. Yes. Once you like, yeah. And it's, it's just so freeing because that allows you to, to like expand your creativeness to come up with new ideas. It frees you up of like when you're so bogged down by like ta- tasks and, and doing all the things you don't like to do, like right. editing the audio, like, you know, for me calling, I hate calling photos, which is going through thousands. That? Oh, culling. You pick culling, C-U-L-L-I-N-G. Okay. When I go through and I pick images from the wedding and I'm like, I don't like doing that. You know right. what I mean? But when you, and I'm like, I'm being a hypocrite because I still haven't found anybody to edit for me or call for me. But like, you're, you're exactly right. Because yeah. once you do those things, it allows you to just create even more and to be more free in what you're doing and to live your life. It's worth the money. It always is worth the money. I feel like a hundred percent. Um, so I also think that when you're doing things like in life, like let's just say like you work at a job, like this could be applied to so many things. Like let's say you're um, a nurse and you work at, I don't know, maybe those tasks are actually like legally delegated so that you can't just like give other people stuff to do. <laughs> okay. Scratch that. Let's just say you work in a field and you're like, you're in a nine to five job where you are taking on so many tasks and you, you're, you might be unaware of this, but you might be the like bitch in the office because you're so stressed out because you're doing so much. And if someone's like, here, I can do that. You're like, no, I got it. I'll just do it. It's like, you actually if you would let others help you yeah. you would realize that you really really could like of course take on all your own responsibility but right. at times I can recall times in my life where I've worked at, at like a law firm before and this one girl was always so like just honestly like rude and stressed out and I knew it's because she felt she had to do everything yeah she's like oh, I got it I got it well I guess I'll do it I'm like bitch no one's asking you to do that yeah. it's a task any of us could do you're the one insisting you do it and I don't know maybe she wanted the credit for it yeah but like all I ever saw was her just stress the fuck out and I'm yeah. like someone else could do it she's like no I'll do it I'll do it yeah. and I'm like we we literally someone else could literally do it so yeah. if that's you in your work field you might be the office bitch and you might should think about it yeah you might you know need to reconsider you might your need to reconsider your, um, I think you're job. gonna find your <laughs> you might need to reconsider your job <laughs> I think you're gonna find yourself a lot more calmed I think you're gonna yeah. just do amazing things creatively as soon as like you delegate other tasks like yeah culling new yes. words that I learned and I think your wedding's gonna be fucking sick and I can't wait to see it. it's gonna be in Italy and that's like literally a dream come true of mine so I, I'm, I'm just s- gonna like land it I'm just gonna copy your wedding too okay <laughs> perfect <laughs> I mean, gladly. Honestly, that is the best compliment ever. But I am, yeah, I'm really, really excited. This season is, it's, uh, the other thing I was thinking about, I was talking to Kelly about this the other day was like, she was just saying to me, hey, you have like so many other things that take a priority right now that are, that maybe like the world doesn't see that should, like people are, you know, how do I, how did she word it? Basically like, I'm thinking that because I'm not excelling in my career and I'm not excelling at landed, I'm not excelling at whatever, well, because I feel like I'm excelling at photography, but I'm not excelling at like landed, which was such my like baby dream child. And yeah. to put that on the back burner for so long doesn't feel very great. 
but I think she was like, Haley, you've, you've, you're engaged. You're planning a wedding. Right. Like you're just in, you just bought a house. You're renovating the house. Like you're in a guys different are renovating season. renovating the house beautifully. Yeah. We, yeah. Well, it's ongoing, but I just don't post about it as much because <laughs> I'm like, stressed. please get it done. Um, but no, honestly, majority of people, the most DMs I've ever gotten about people wanting to see content was house renovation. Yeah. It's, I it's was like, obsessed. should I start I'm a house like DIY account? But hey, Kelly's right. You're in a different season yeah. in your life. Yeah. And, and so, so just like being kinder to myself and and being like and that's something I have to work on this is like what I was talking about in therapy today it was like hey yeah. be nice to yourself like you're doing just great this is me talking to myself yeah yeah like, you're fine breathe relax relax you don't need to it's, be anywhere do anything else it's hard and I and we can wrap it up too because I know you have a haircut to get to we have things to do I love you guys sorry because it's a tiny bit of a shorter episode but Haley and I talk so fast that you basically got three hours of content okay <laughs> um but I I was saying to you guys before this podcast and I was talking to Anna Grace about it whenever I was discussing like goals in 2023 and I think I was really holding myself back from getting like 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 certain people on the podcast like maybe like a really famous person who totally has already told me like oh my god I'd love to be on your podcast mm-hmm. and I'm like oh there you said yes but then I find excuses to not have them on because I'm like I'm not going to interview them good enough like I'm not going to be a good enough interviewer mm. and then one day I realized and I told Anna Grace this I said I do not have to be an interviewer yeah. like like I need to be nicer to myself I'm like you could never have her on even though she literally already told you she's happy to be on your podcast you can't have her on it's going to be such a flop episode you're just going to ask her the stupidest questions you're not going to interview her and then I was like Oh my God, Shannon, you're not Barbara Walters. You're not, I'm honestly not even like an Alex. I think Alex Cooper is a great interviewer. Like, like I think all these people are straight up interviewing people Mm -hmm. in these podcasts that I listen to that I love of like interviewers. Like Mm -hmm. I, I, I'm not that I want to make people laugh. I want to connect with people. I want to, yes, interrupt people by accident, but like, sorry to interrupt, but I like, I truly connect with people in a very like flow of conversation. So I see exactly what you're saying and you just have to be nicer to yourself and you have to say like honestly like the uh, what's the fucking quote comparison is a thief of joy joy, I don't like compare myself to other humans as much anymore and I'm way better about that like I'm not like she's pretty I'm not but I have such an issue in my career being like I should be doing more I should be doing more and it's like same what you're doing is enough right and that sounds cheesy like you are enough but like truly what you're doing right now is enough it's okay yeah you will grow and grow and grow look where you're at last year to look at where you're at now like you always have growth whether you're really trying or not and yeah. we're both trying so yeah. well and I think mean, about how you just spoke to yourself like if you were someone told me one time like if you were to take this inner dialogue that you have in your head and you were to have one of your best friends say it how hurtful that would be so mean it's so fucking mean and I and like once I thought about it that way I was like oh my god like I need to be so much nicer to myself yeah, it's because true we don't even I don't even know that I'm being a bitch to myself sometimes yeah. but then I like sit back and I'm like because everything you just said like I was like oh my god if anybody ever said that to you I'd punch them in the face right. for you but like that's just not okay to say you yeah. know what I mean and I think you're a great interview I think oh, this, there's value and strength in the fact that you're not you're not interviewing people like cookie cutter and like everybody else is nobody wants that that's I'm sorry that's boring I think and also too <laughs> like for me for podcasts especially for interviews you want to hear something that's like a conversation and that you feel like you're in the room with and I feel like you do a really really great job of cultivating that type of um, environment I just I get stressed out when I look at a notepad and I'm like I don't have enough questions on here and then I'm like Shannon you know the one question you ask is going to lead to four different conversations so I have to like literally have self like pep up talks to myself all the time because I just like you I have this image of like who a famous podcaster is what what they are it's you 
it's literally you you are that person but like (laughs) i i I created this like idea in my head and i'm like i'm not ticking the boxes it's like you don't have to be that like it's okay your own boxes you can just be your own person yeah and people i'm sure i know for a fact like you have to think about this i know people are listening to your podcast and watch your stuff and they're like i could never i could never do what shannon does i could never do that you know what i mean you guys can you can all do everyone can everyone can can do do it it. okay we're like just turning to the girl from mean girls it's like i just wish everyone had puppies and rainbows the guy with the hoodie is like she doesn't even go here (laughs) yeah let's wait ready ready okay Thank you for listening to Probably a Podcast. It's been an absolutely um, like turmoil. <laughs> and we are so happy that you were here with us for this. Haley, your wedding's going to be stunning. I love you. Thank you for coming on. Oh, um, I love you. Thanks for having we me. We will be again. back. Like I said, this um, this episode, or sorry, this year, we're going to have more guests. I'm going to put myself out there. And we're going to have merch and live shows, baby. So yeah, I keep I saying I saw it. your live show with Kinsey, right? Yeah, Kinsey has a I live show. I had her show. on Landed like four years ago. March three years 3rd ago. in Nashville, there's a live show with Kinsey for the I Love You so much podcast yep. i will be there for that i'm excited and i can't wait to have my own live shows and you i'm saying it on every shows. episode so i hold myself accountable and you can hold me accountable that will do it and, and i'll and hold you accountable i've got some merch designs back and they're so you You're, guys are gonna love i'm them. so excited for wait. you i didn't know i can't wait to see okay we're, i get to see whatever you guys do probably so you do love you guys bye bye, bye.